Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. 
Hope everyone is doing great. I know, um, trying to turn off some sound effects here. Okay, there we go. Okay. Now I'm going to try to start broadcasting video tonight on North American Psychic and Paranormal Network. And, um, because normally I do, and I was having computer problems. So we're, we broadcast on there. So uh, I'm going to try to go ahead and do that tonight. But I know I have to, you know, it, we've had some wonderful guests on the show. And, um, okay, it's not going to let me do this now. Okay, there we go. Okay. Oh, I look like crap today, but that's okay. One of them days, it's been crazy. But, you know, you don't want to hear about my problems. You have enough of your own in it there, and that's why we've got Barbara Reynolds back with us again to help you out. She's a phenomenal life coach. A lot of you have been telling me how wonderful she is and she's been a lot of help for you. And, uh, you know, I'm glad to have her back with us again today. Welcome back, Barbara. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I know this is going to be so much fun. Of course it is. We always have fun when we're working together. Yes, the last time it was kind of interesting, too. (laughs) Yeah, when I was on your show and I was having major technical issues, it's like, that was weird. Yeah. Then I got strange callers, and you weren't there to talk to those people. (laughs) Oh, I saw something in chat, but it's like I couldn't get any volume either. The Skype wasn't working on me, and my cell phone kept dying out, and I'm like, what the heck's going on here? (laughs) It was like, you know, go figure. I'd have to have problems. Well, I guess for whatever reason, that was supposed to happen. Yeah. Yeah, we get those, you know, a lot of times, you know, we have, Issues with BTR and of course with Skype and but it was just weird that day. Nothing seemed to want to work right for me after a while. I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, but you know, I just take it as it's like okay, evidently somebody has a message because later on that night, at like three o'clock in the morning, my car alarm goes off and there's nobody around. Oh. So I'm like, hmm, okay, this is kind of strange. You know, I'm having all these electrical problems, and the car alarm goes at 3 o'clock in the morning. And so I said, well, if someone has a message for me, they need to go ahead and make it loud and clear, because, you know, never mind playing with the electronics when I have shows to do. Well, I guess the energy was just really out of whack with you that day. Yeah, it had to have been. Yeah, we just learned to go with the flow. So what have you been up to since the last time we spoke? Um, I never have an answer for those questions because I do so much that I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had a lot of readings and doing a lot of readings and helping a lot of people and coaching them. I've had several, and I've even had a one who called about the free trial. Actually, I've had several of those so far, and uh, I talked to the lady today. I think we, uh, I think it went well, and she got some benefit out of it. Things that she could start changing in her own life, so that she can start 
creating what it is she actually wants instead of being stuck in what she's been stuck in. So that's always a good thing. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's always nice when we, we're able to help people. And um, I had a very interesting um, client the other day over at the uh, metaphysical shop that I have. And, and she must have been in her 70s. And I said, well, what has changed for you recently? I said, did you just meet someone? And her face just lit right up. And she's like, oh, my God, yes. And I'm reading. like You know, she's just glowing. And... um you know, she's like, you know, I've never really had a reading done before. She goes, you're good. <laughs> Come to find out she met this man at Walmart. She walked in and they started talking and had been out on a couple of dates. And she goes, I feel like a giddy schoolgirl. So it's amazing how um, people and that they're at any age can find love. That's true. And they can even find it at Walmart. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You never know what you're going to find at Walmart. I know. <laughs> so you want to take a couple of calls? Sure, I'd love to. Okay. Area code 650, you're on the air. Hi, Michael. It's Brandon. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Good. How can we help you? Um, I was just wondering, do you guys have any insight like on any... um? Is there any type of blocked energy around me and this uh, Lady Lisa I'm seeing by chance? And you know I'd ask that. <laughs> or any type of maybe invasive energy, somebody trying to meddle or something? You getting anything there, Barbara? Well, the only thing I'm getting is that Brandon, you're creating that there should be something wrong because oh boy. you keep looking for it. I, you know, I knew I, I do that. I'm very, very. Um, I wouldn't say paranoid, but maybe. But like a, my mom always said, you're just a worry wart. So be careful well, with my thoughts, is what you're saying. Yeah, stop worrying. Why oh on earth would you waste your time worrying when you could spend your time enjoying the relationship? So, in other words, be careful what you think about because you could create it. That is how you create, by what you think. So, with Lisa, in other words, thinking about is she interested in somebody else or blah, 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 maybe visualize that me and her are just really tight and everything's flowing and harmonious. If that's what you want, that is what you should be seeing. Absolutely. I've already asked Michael several times through Facebook what he sees with our relationship, and he says it it looks all good to him. And it's just been a very tumultuous experience. We've been off and on for about a year now, and it started out in a love triangle with another another guy, and he basically took off, and me and her have been basically on and off. She's the type of lady that doesn't really want a commitment or the or the um, label of it, and it's, it's really strange. If you push her in any ways, she runs, but as soon as you act like, oh, it's okay, babe, you know, no problem, talk to you, she comes to you kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Hmm. So you know these things, mm-hmm. and you know what works and what doesn't work as far as she's concerned. You mm-hmm. know what you want. Those should be the things that you focus on. Okay, I appreciate that. That's um. Give yourself a break. You're a nice man. She would be happy to be with you. 
except the fact that you're wonderful, okay? Okay, I really appreciate that. That's awesome, you guys. Thank you. You're welcome. You have a good night. Bye, Mike. Bye. Bye. Yeah, we've talked on, on Facebook a few times and all, and, and um, you know, tell him, us, you know, you've just got to work with it, and, you know, he is a wonderful person. I know he has wonderful energy. I don't know why he doesn't he doesn't believe in himself. Yeah, and I told him too. And at there, I said, you know, I told him I said, you know, I said if you were a gay man, I said you'd have people all over you. I said because you're a very attractive person. And he started laughing and everything. And and um, but you know, I told him I said, you know, he's got wonderful energy inside and a beautiful person outside also. I said the combination of the two. As you know, you have to have more faith in yourself. Yeah. And if he does, he'll just, it'll skyrocket the whole relationship. But that's up to him. So did you um, watch the Super Bowl last night? I don't really watch sports. Um, In fact, I don't even know who won. (laughs) Yeah, I had a few people... um, I had one caller the other night asked, like, do you have any idea who's going to win? And I said, well, I see a big G. I said, so it's got to be Green Bay. I said, I don't know. I said, I don't watch sports. And then Green Bay evidently won and also. Ah, so you were right. Okay, wonderful. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's like, I don't normally do the sports things. I said, but, you know, I said, the first thing that comes over, I said, I saw, you know, literally just saw like a big G in front of me. It's like, Okay. So and it was funny too because um, Sunday when I was over at the metaphysical booth and I kept coming by and everyone's talking about Super Bowl and I said I know who the winner's going to be and like you do I said yeah I said, it's going to be the lucky team and they start <laughs> laughing at all they're like really who's going to win it I said the one who's lucky you know the best players the better team is going to win and they start laughing and I tell some us well it's going to be Green Bay and they're like oh no it's going to be the other team I said all right fine. So that's what I've been seeing, so it's going to be interesting when I go back there on Friday, and they're going to be like, hey, wait a minute, you said it was Green Bay. It's like, well, you know, because <laughs> I didn't bet on anything. Because of it. Yeah, maybe. You never know. And, and it, talking about increasing business, um, lots of lots of good changes taking place there, so, so I'm expanding. Well, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be doing a lot of expanding. Well, terrific. Um, new opportunities. I even have um, a couple of ministers in the area who want to help uh, build the church with me. Oh, well, that's good. So that's going to open up some new opportunities. Well, fantastic. It sounds like you have been stepping out there like they told you to, then. Oh, yes. Definitely getting out there and... Um, Today was a long day because we went and had to go pick up some inventory and decided to get some new things and make some good connections with people. And and then I've got to go and um, I'm going to start uh, carrying um, cut herbs, prepackaged and all, and um, going to be uh, starting to carry those. I have to go pick up the order either tomorrow or Wednesday. So I'm branching out into uh, carrying more inventory that I know people have been looking for, and I'm going to probably even start um, carrying them on my website online. Oh, that'll be good. So, 
looking at different different opportunities and seeing what doors open up. Yeah, great. Let's go ahead and take another call here. Area code 512, you're on the air. 512. They'll be back on there in a second. Yeah, they'll get to that part of the... They'll get to that part and be like, oh, wait a minute, he's calling me. Hello, hello, you know. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Thanks. It's joyous. Hi, joyous. How can we help you, dear? Um, I wanted to ask Barbara case of how to deal with my crazy teenager who has once again lost it, won't answer the cell phone, and I doubt she'll come home tonight. Okay. Okay. What I'm seeing what I'm- is is her energy, then your energy, and you're feeding on each other, and you're building it up, and it's getting bigger and bigger and taller and taller, and it just explodes, and then you guys start the dance over again, and you start building and building and building. You need to stop that. You need to start thinking about what it is you really want or need for yourself and start forgiving her and forgiving yourself and forgiving the people who are involved that she might be running off with or doing whatever she's doing with. Just forgive, forgive, forgive. And when you're finished forgiving, forgive some more. Because you've got so much of that stuff built up in you, and you've got to get that out of the way so that you can be calm, so that no matter what happens, you can be calm. And the calmer you are, the more of an opening you're giving her to be calm and to talk to you so that you guys can come to an understanding about what is and is not important for each of you and the fact that you love each other. And you think that'll actually stop her behavior of like just, I mean, we weren't even having an argument. She just decided to stop answering the phone around 5 o'clock, never answered again, and hasn't even sent a text to say, I'm not dead, don't worry about me. I know that if you are worrying about her and you are focusing on what she is doing and what she should be doing and how she should be doing it, then you are just building more and more of that energy that's going to keep her away. Your goal is to bring her closer to you so that she can actually talk to you and not avoid you, right? Yeah. Then forgive her and forgive yourself and everybody else. Okay. Because that's the only thing that will work. Because the more you get wound up about it, the further away you're pushing her. Okay. Does that help you out? Yeah, I mean, it's just, 
It's like, how do you not get upset when somebody refuses to answer the phone and you're worried that something could be wrong? Like, is she drinking? Is she having sex? Is she injured in a car accident? You know, it just seems like such a basic respect to answer the phone and say, I'm okay. But you can't control her. And you know you can't control her. And so trying to control her just pushes her away. And that's not what you want. So what you're doing is making the situation worse. Worse. Forgive her. Say a prayer. Ask God to watch over her and to keep her safe. And then trust that God's doing it. Okay. This is beyond your control. You can't control her. Yeah. So make yourself happy. Forgive her. Relax. Watch a funny movie. (laughs) <laughs> well, I did put on Eat, Pray, Love <laughs> For about the tenth time I thought, well, that might help <laughs> Well, that's a, that's a step down the right path Because you want to get your focus off of her And the worry over her And what's happening with her And oh my gosh, and all of that You want to uh-huh. let all of that go Because it is doing you no good Yeah And when you forgive her, you're actually clearing yourself. And when you forgive yourself, you're clearing yourself even more. And the more you clear, the more you get grounded, the easier it is for her to approach you. Okay. You know, it's like the difference between approaching a roaring lion and approaching a little kitty cat who's just lying in the sun purring. Right. Which one would you be more likely to walk up to? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Barbara. You're welcome. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome, dear. Have a good night. Let us know how it goes for you. Thank you. Yeah, that's a tough situation she's in. It's only tough if you decide that you are the parent and you are supposed to be in control and they are supposed to do exactly what you say. Then you will be disappointed so often. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, children, wonderful to have, but at times like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And the parents have to realize there's not much they can do. No, because you really can't control them. From the moment they're born, you really cannot control them. That's why. No, and they're growing up so quickly now, too. Yeah, you see two and three year olds who run the house. Oh yeah. Because the parents have tried to control them, and they will not be controlled. <laughs> no, and this one—he's about four or five years old, I guess—and. Um, his dad has a uh, his uncle actually has a booth next to us at the uh, flea market where we're at, and his grandma works here too, and he's running away from her and she's an older woman, and he's running way up ahead. I said, "Is that your grandmother?" He goes, "Yeah." I said, "You shouldn't be running way ahead of her." I said, "You should be holding her hand and walking with her." He looks at me, goes, "I refuse to discuss this at the moment," and went and sat down. <laughs> I was like, "What?" 
And it's like, oh my god! It's like they grow up so quick, and everyone around is like, did he just say what I think he did? I said, uh huh. He refuses to talk about it at this moment, and sat down. And they just laughed. They thought it was hilarious. I was like, oh, my God, they grew up so quick. Yes, they do. It's really surprising sometimes, but, yes, oh. they definitely do. Oh, yeah. Area code 405, you're on the air. Hello. Hold on one second, please. Had to turn down my speakers. Sorry about that. Okay. What's your first name? This is Richard. Hi, Richard. How can we help you? Uh, uh, hello, Barbara. Hello, Richard. Okay. Well, I um, I'm trying to right now. I'm trying to at least figure out uh, which direct who the way to go with finding the place that uh my my. My townhouse? Should I go with my mom and family helping me? Or should I go with the realtor of John? So are you looking for a new place and trying yeah, to decide who should of you. be looking with you? <laughs> yeah, a place to buy. Okay. So why are you considering having your mom involved? Well, because right now they're kind of um, um, she's trying to at least um, she thinks that uh, I'm just trying to because I, originally I was trying to just go with the because uh, um, there's Things that just happening now, it's like, okay, I'm just busy. I'm gonna work, uh, keeping myself positive and stuff like that. But uh, I'm just because I know where um, I go, but I'm just trying to figure out the right direction because my, I know my mom wants to help me find a new place right now. Okay. I'm getting that if you want your mother to feel like she's a part of this whole experience, then there's there's no there's nothing wrong with that. But when it comes down to it, you are the one who is making the decision for you. So if you want to have your mother go along when you're going with the realtor to look at places and to have her input, then go ahead and do that. But when it comes down to making the decision, you make the decision. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to at least get that type of input because I was just, um, I just, because I know, because whenever my mom says, says something, uh, we were talking. I said, "Mom, the place I pick, you're going to like." 
she's just watching over you because you're her little boy, even though you're not a little boy anymore. Yeah. That's why it's important for you to make the decision, but you can allow her to be a part of the whole process. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you're the one who told me, I get a condo. And I was like, uh, but, and he said, don't worry. And then what they what they said, so I just, right now, it's, it's, I'm not worrying. I just, try, at least I'm tr- said, at least I'm going to at least get guidance just to know which way to go, stuff like that. Can kind of calm the nerve. <laughs> <laughs> if you understand. Well, it's going to work out good, and, and you're going to find a place that's really the right place for you. You're going to feel it when you find it. Yeah. And when so, you, you know, follow your heart. Yeah. Yeah, because I am. Because I, um, the place I'm going to be looking for is Blue Shingle um, Townhouse. And you can talk to Michael about that if you want. <laughs> okay? Okay. Thank you, and Love and light to you. Love and light to you, too, Richard. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Uh, he's got some good energies about him too. We've we've talked on the phone a few times and also on Facebook. Yeah, he does. He's he's just trying to please everybody though. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of hard to please everybody. Yeah. Got to learn to please yourself first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Erico, on the air. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, Michael. Hey, Barbara. Um, I've got tons of questions. Um, I um, have a Corvette that's for sale, and I'm wondering if you can see when it's going to be sold. It's a 1976 um, Stingray T-top, and it's midnight blue, and I did a lot of work to it, and I'm like, I'm not going to make a big any profit. Well, maybe, I don't know. If I'm going to make profit on it or not, but um, I want to sell it first to uh, uh, get me completely out of debt. And I've been waiting to do, sell it now for a while. Okay. They want you to know that you are the one creating whether or not it will sell. So if you are looking at it and thinking, oh, my gosh, this won't sell or I'll never make enough money or, you know, any thoughts like that, then you are blocking your own sell. So make a daily affirmation where first thing in the morning you get up and you say, I am selling the Corvette and it is selling for even more than I am asking for. Okay, that's good news. Um, do you and see it in the near future? Out there, well, if you put that energy out there and you consistently put it out there, then the right person who is ready to offer you and see the value of the car, not just the price, but the actual value, that person will be able to find you. Right okay. now the energy you're putting out there isn't clear enough for them to see you. Okay, because I'm selling it through a, a Corvette dealer. Do you think I... Um, and doing the right thing with that because it's a collector right now it's just hit 30 years old this year if that Corvette dealer is someone that you trust it is 
Okay. Did I you mean, say the affirmation? For me. I do trust him. Okay. Then start saying the affirmation so that you can actually change your energy around the whole thing. Okay. Um, another thing that I'm interested in, if I can keep asking, Michael, if you want me to stop, just say. <laughs> um, I'm interested. You're fine. Okay. Um, my um, chakra, my uh, um, yeah, chakras are out of balance, and um, you know, I thought that I was bringing them in balance. You know, I'm uh, I've only been like doing psychic stuff since October of last year, and uh, I've read a lot. I've done a lot of of stuff like Marianne Williamson. Uh, Colette Barrington, Barrington um, Randolph Price. Uh, I'm right in the middle of uh, Course in Miracles, you know, and I understand all the concepts, but I guess I'm I'm not understanding them enough to align myself. So, is there an easy way to do that? Actually, there is. Um, you can just ask Archangel Michael. Mm-hmm. To come and balance your chakras. Okay. I I asked him to cut my cords too. Do you see cords still attached to me? You do still have some. You know that even if you cut the cords, if you go back and focus on whatever it was you focused on in order to have the cords in the first place, then you reattach those cords. So if you cut cords then you have to really let those things go. Okay. Okay. Um, And I'm also, because just like Michael said, it's too cold in North Carolina for me, even (laughs) though it's beautiful. (laughs) Um, Do you see my house selling really quick? Because I'm ready for the sunshine. Let's see your house selling. I don't see it selling really quickly. Oh, darn it. I'll have to do affirmations on that. Exactly. You can change that by what you believe. Because remember, you are the one getting what is going on in your life. (laughs) Okay. Then make that your affirmation. My house is selling today for more than what I've asked. Oh, yes, please. Um, Okay, well, gosh, I don't, um, so now I know how to balance my chakras and I can sell my house and my car. I guess that's just about everything I had to ask you. (laughs) Unless there's something that you want to tell me. You know something, actually, one other thing. Um, Okay. I'm wondering if my father's still alive, if you feel uh, his energy that he's still alive. I see him with you, so I'm assuming that means that he's not. Oh. But he is with you, so if you want to talk to him, he can hear you. Um, We didn't have a good relationship, but I I had heard that he was sick, and so, uh, I mean, the last thing I did was I sent a Father's Day card last year. You know, we're not, we don't really have any relationship, but... Or we didn't have a relationship, but, um, you know, I wanted him to still feel like, you know, I know he was my father. And, you know, I've forgiven him, 
like I told you, I cut all those cords and stuff. So, uh, but I was unsure if he. I had heard he was sick, but I was unsure if he was still alive. And I don't know how to find out. Well, he's saying that he's sorry and that he's glad that you were able to forgive him and that he loves you dearly. I know he did. He was just messed up. Yeah. Or he that was his purpose in my life, I guess. Yeah. I get that. Okay. Yeah, and he, he, he does really, really love you. Yeah, well, I'm a lucky person. Because <laughs> I got a lot of love in my life. You know, I really am lucky. Um, Do you see my son doing great? I mean, besides he is doing great. <laughs> I shouldn't even ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> Because he is doing great. Well, then keep seeing him doing great, and he'll keep doing great. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's everything for me. Thank you very much. uh, You guys have a great night, and I appreciate the information. You're welcome. Have a good night. Thanks, Michael. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, when he was in the chat room, and he was like, by my house, I said, it's too cold up there. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's cold here in Florida lately, but it's like, no, not ready to move up there. <laughs> I know it was cold here in Oklahoma, and that was unusual for us to have temperatures in the single digits. We just don't get it that cold. You know, people's pipes were bursting and everything, and it was like, oh, my goodness. Oh. Yeah, I haven't seen that kind of cold weather in over 20 years, so. I mean, the coldest I've seen was 19 degrees here in Florida. And that was I cold. I think we got down three one night. We got down to three degrees. Oh. And they don't insulate houses for three degrees here because it never gets that cold. So you've got your cabinets open and, you know, lamps in front of your cabinets to send heat down your pipes and stuff. And it was just wild. Yeah, I don't miss that's for sure. <laughs> Eric code six one four, you're on the air. Good evening, Michael. How are you? Good, how are you? Hi, William. Just Hi, fine. William. Fine. Good evening, Barbara. Welcome back to the Thank show. William. Thank you. Uh I was uh really excited uh here in the, in the past I've talked with uh, several of uh, Michael's guests, uh but anyhow was looking at uh Amanda Dow had mentioned that uh I should I should be uh about uh next few months looking for an apartment and so forth. I thought I might have found one, but I think I've found a better one, uh due to, you know, inquiring and asking my angels to uh send the right person. So hopefully that uh right person had came through the door earlier today and I inquired with them about uh some newer uh spaces in our downtown to uh to possibly rent to a close to my parents but yet uh also, you know, away from <laughs> so I can work on my artwork. But um anyhow, uh I guess more importantly, um I know that uh I'm in the process of creating uh a fund 
also is like a, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar, Michael, with the Ryan White Fund uh, here here in Ohio. Um, yeah, that's, um, he's actually, the Ryan White Fund is uh, nationwide. That's a federal okay. program. Okay. Well, I know that some of our uh, uh, Ryan White uh, funding has been cut, so I wanted to start up an, uh, a fund locally in memory of a dear friend of mine that passed away, uh, David Reynolds. And, uh, you know, uh, just, uh, you know, not sure which way to uh, proceed with that, I guess. To, uh, you know, I'm in the process of uh, getting uh, a jumpstart with uh, an aphrastic poetry uh, thing locally, and the funds from that are going to go to start up the the fund uh, in memory of David. Uh, but uh, I'm also looking at creating a book as well. But um, just you know, uh, I guess is that the what they're wanting me to do with uh, at least the jump starting of it. Barbara, I guess. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> they they want you to to use your own creative abilities to create what you need in order to to have the fund. They say mm-hmm. if, as long as you are creating from your heart, from the love that you want this fund to represent, then you yeah. will be successful. Okay. Well, I, I do uh, dearly love, and there was a dear friend of mine that uh, I wanted to jumpstart the fund for, in memory of, for at least for our, for a local, uh, uh, a sort of like a substance, uh, sort of balancing type thing uh, to start out with for our local uh, Center Street Clinic, and uh, then from there, hopefully, it will grow. You know. Yeah, it should grow nicely. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, I guess that's really it, unless uh, Michael or Barbara, you have anything else for information-wise? To well, uh, they, they're just—they're um, wondering why you're still questioning when you already know the answer. Well, you already um, know what did you need to do, well, and just—just just, I guess reaffirming and everything, and just uh, you know, it's. This is all really new to me of opening myself back up and talking to my angels, Mother Mary, and uh, actually uh, listening to my friend David Reynolds, who's uh, really excited that I'm doing this for him, you know, uh, but uh, just, I guess, reaffirming it, I guess. Okay. They want you to recognize that trusting is an important part of the process and that you will reach a point where the trust will be there and you will not need to ask anybody else their opinion because you will already know, because you can feel the truth of, of what is going on in your life and what you are moving towards. So you already know all that. So trust. All right. Well, thank you both. Thank you so much, Barbara, for your time this evening. And Michael, it's always a true blessing uh, to uh, speak with you and your guest. Well, thank and you. Have a uh, fantastic evening. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Well, thank Let you. us know how everything goes. 
Absolutely. I'll keep you posted, Michael. Did you, uh, one last question, Michael. Did you uh, get the one little thing that I mentioned about uh, some music possibly for your show? I didn't know if you liked that or not. The one, yeah, I've uh, got to get a hold of um, see if I can go ahead and use it. Okay. Awesome, awesome. I just thought it was a beautiful song and uh, thought that that might be something that would be awesome for your program. Yeah, well, it will be. So uh, once I get permission, then I'll go ahead and, and uh, grab that for the show. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. Well, have a fabulous evening. Thanks again. God bless. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, another interesting evening. Uh, I like them when they're fairly quiet evenings. It's not too too bad. It's you know I think everyone's recovering from the weekend. Oh, that's true. A lot of people were really wrapped up in that game and all that stuff. Oh yeah. So they were they were uh, you know recovering today. I'm sure. <laughs> and I just missed in the evening reading a book and just a wonderful experience. Yeah, I had my show last night, and um, it was a little crazy. I thought it was going to be quieter because being Super Bowl. So, but it was a um, very, very um, busy evening. So we had uh, Tori Alaan from America's Psychic Challenge. Oh, okay. So, and then after the show was done, she called me up and wanted to talk. So I was like, okay, she wants to come back on the show, so I'm looking. On um, in March, maybe even in April. So she wants to help with the fundraiser for the church too. Oh, that's good. Yep. So it's going to be. I don't uh, forget you're you're coming back on my show on March the fourth. Yes. Yep. So um, post your link in the uh, to your, for your show page in the chat room too, so anyone who's there can can find it. Okay. And hopefully, you know, I have to go ahead and grab my crystals and make sure that I don't have any electronic problems that day. <laughs> well, if you do, I'm sure it will be for some wonderful, interesting reason. Yeah, well, hopefully, though, if, if we have problems, you won't have any strange phone calls again like you did this last time. <laughs> you know, there was one time before, way, way, way back, when I first started my show, I had a guest on, and I had a weird phone call. And after that, I never had any more until Friday night. So I don't know what it is that needed to come out from those phone calls, but whatever it was, I hope it got done. But it's just interesting that that, that happens when it just hasn't happened for such a long time. That is strange. I'm going to take a short break for just a moment. Play a song. And, of course, got to do an ad. So we'll be right back, Barbara. Okay. Bubba here to talk to you about Bid66.com. It's fun, it's easy, and if you sign up right now at Bid66.com, you get 10 free bids. How about an Apple iPad, an Xbox? I bought mine for $30 at Bid66.com. Pirate tickets, gift cards, get your kicks. 
from Bid66.com. Plus, free shipping straight from the factory. Where else can you get that? Nowhere. Go to Bid66.com right now. Hi, everyone. This is Michael. I hope you're enjoying the show tonight, and I hope you're enjoying the wonderful guests that we have on also. We're desperate in need of your help right now. We need you to help us by making a donation to help continue with the shows. It costs us $250 on Blog Talk Radio alone. One, so we don't have to worry about inappropriate ads being shown before the show, audio ads, and while you're watching the show and have these ads popping up on the side. Two, we're trying to reach as many people as we can. So it allows us with 20,000 widget impressions on Blog Talk Radio. All shows are now featured shows on here. We can do up to a three-hour show, prime time, anytime. We're also allowed up to 250 live callers in the queue line. We're doing this so we can go ahead and get the messages out to you, give you the help that you're looking for, help increase our, the awareness of the radio show. I am putting together, as you know, a non-for-profit church. It's a metaphysical church. It's virtual online as well as being local. And there's an expense with running that also between the website hosting and the video streams that we're putting out there and the other radio shows that we're doing also with our own radio streamers. But we need your help right now. If you can, please click on that Donate button. You can donate any dollar amount. We have, last month alone, over 5,000 people listened in. If, you, if everyone was to give $1, just $1, a cup of coffee at McDonald's, that would be $5,000. And that would be a huge help in making the church a reality and continuing to grow. But we can't do it without your help, and that's why we're doing the shows and all, to, and asking you for the help. You know I me, mean, I normally don't ask people to help out with anything, but this is important that we get this message out. So even if you can, just donate $1. Click on that Donate button. You can donate any dollar amount, or you can go to the website, BeTheLightChapel.com. Scroll to the bottom. You'll see the uh, Donate buttons there. You can do any dollar amount uh, that you'd like to over there. Or if you want to do a set dollar amount for the next six months, please go ahead and click on the link on the other uh, on the right-hand side from that one there, which is uh, for certain dollar amounts, click which you would like to donate. You know, every little bit helps, and we truly, truly appreciate it. A lot of our guests are giving their time freely, and some of these guests charge hundreds of dollars for reading, and they're giving their time for you to go ahead and help you, which is a blessing in of itself. And so many of them are eager to come back. We're booking months ahead of time, trying to go ahead and get all these wonderful people here to continue helping you on your journey. So if you can, please press the button and uh, make a donation now. Many blessings to you for your continued support. And please help spread the word. Click on the share button. Tweet us, Facebook us, MySpace, High Five, everywhere. Everywhere and anywhere. And let everyone else know that they need to tune in to Be The Light Now. Thank you.
Check out some uh, messages that I was getting and uh, see what's going on there. Hello, Barbara. Welcome back. Well, thank you. Jay wants to call in and sing a song. Does he sing good? He's one of the uh, one of the who called in earlier. Oh, okay. And um, he says he wants to go ahead and and because uh, I told him I said he has a nice voice and he said he's a professional singer too. Let's well give us a call in well, then and go ahead and you know yeah entertain us a little bit. Lines are open. Anyone wants to get uh, some insight from Barbara? Three four seven five three nine five three four nine. Never know what to expect during the shows. 
That's for sure. Erica, Erica 229, you're on the air. Hey there, Mike. I'm ready to do some music. I'm turning on my sound system right now. Okay. So you're going to serenade Barbara, huh? Yeah. Um, All my music uh, um, is great for everybody. It's all about love. Um, This is something, I don't know if I should do it over the air because I haven't even recorded it yet, but this is uh, um, my brand new piece that I'm going to make my next, you know, at least 100000 on it, I hope. <laughs> so um, I call it um, Send Down Your Angels. So um, here it is. Okay. I'm calling on you, Jesus. I'm calling out your name. Help me through this pain I don't know why this is before me And I don't know what to do But I do know I'd be lost without you I do know I'd do wrong without you Help me, Jesus, to rise above I'm in desperate need of your promised love. Send down those angels. Help me through this pain. Because I'm tired of crying and I don't understand. But I do know I'd be lost without you. I do know I'd do wrong without you. Send down those angels, help me through today. Send down those angels, take my darkness away. Send down those angels, Lord, to you I pray. Oh, send down, oh, send down your love to me. Oh, send down your love. Help me, Jesus, to just slow down and pick those broken pieces up off the ground. Send down those angels, help me through this pain. Because I'm tired of crying and I don't understand. But I do know I'd be lost without you. I do know I do wrong without you. Send down those angels, show me the way. Send down those angels, help me through today. Oh, send down the love I need. Oh, send down your love to me. Because I do know I'd be lost without you. So what do you think? That was wonderful. Yes, I loved it. Thank you. You have a a great voice. Everyone in the chat room is like, wow, he's got soul. 
Okay. Do you want one more? Oh, sure. Why not? Okay. This one is actually my favorite song, and it's called um, Be Still. Um, and But I, I have this recorded, and um, it's been out for a while, but it didn't make any money. But I still think I, it's my favorite song, so um, it's completely different than the other song, though. So here it is. Okay. okay. Be still, and you might hear his voice from heaven. Be still, you might hear, just listen. Be still, you might hear his voice from heaven. Right now, and it's going to be a hit. 
You're right, and it's going to be down in Florida. Yes. <laughs> Where it's warm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely well, where it's a lot warmer down here. Yes. It's, been, it's really been cold in North Carolina this year. It's really cold. Well, well Barbara's side, it's been real cold over there, too. It's been a strange winter, that's for sure. Yes, I actually I have three widows that live by me, and I feel conscientious about taking care of people that are by themselves. And I ended up shoveling four driveways, twice. <laughs> and here in North Carolina, we don't have snow shovels; we have coal shovels. <laughs> and uh. at the yeah, at the end, I was like, I'm old. <laughs> I don't want to be in snow anymore. <laughs> I'm not gonna do this. So, well, thank you very much, and um, I'll let you get to your next caller. Okay, well, thank you. We'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Yeah, have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. Okay, come on, Switchboard. I like it. Yeah, it's got some, you know, uh, the lyrics were really good, and he's got a great voice, and and I guess he did the music and all himself, so. Got talent. Yes, I just keep thinking positive thoughts, saying, you know, it's going to be a big hit. All it takes just to keep the positive uh, uh, vibrations out there, and you know, before you know it, it'll be hearing him on American Idol. Yeah. Uh, tonight's a little bit of a quiet night, which is fine. We ended up getting serenaded. <laughs> so what nights are your shows, uh, what days or nights are your shows usually on? Friday. It's Friday? Friday afternoon, yeah. Okay. It's usually 2 o'clock Central Time. Okay. So do you have any events coming up soon? Um... I can't think of a darn thing. <laughs> <laughs> My mind just went totally blank when you asked me that. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, I have to tell people, I said, that's called sometimers, because sometimes we get forgetful. <laughs> I hate when that happens, too. It's like, uh, okay, wait a minute, what, what's going on here? So, any predictions for 2011? Well, they've told me that for me, it's going to be my year of miracles. So, I'm not sure what it's going to be for everybody else. You know, it's it's a lot about what it is you decide to create. I think that that's going to be one of the major themes of this year is people realizing that they do actually create what is in their lives and they have that power. And so then they can decide what it is they want to experience instead of feeling like they're stuck in whatever's happening out in the world. And that in and of itself is a miracle when people finally get it and then they start changing their thoughts to reflect what they actually want to experience. This is going to be an uh, interesting year then for a lot of people. I think so. 
definitely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. See the, what changes are coming up, and and uh, see what opportunities and challenges are ahead for me. You're going to be busy this year, but you already know that. Yeah, yeah it's been it's been crazy. Um, you know, out to one website. And uh, you know, over a month ago, like beginning of the year, uh, actually, I think more towards the end of December. And I see, and I'm looking for guests to be on the show, and got no response. And in about, I'd have to say about a three or four hour period, like about a week ago, I had almost mm-hmm. fifty people respond to it. Mhm. So from authors and publicists and managers, and I'm like. Whoa, it's like, where did all this come from? So, because I told the universe, I said, you know, it's like, okay, January's almost done here. It's like, we're going into February. I need some more, you know, some more guests there. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I got this big influx, and every day I'm still getting more and more requests, and they're referring people. And, you know, the managers and publicists have, you know, a dozen or more people they want on. So I'm like, whoa, it's like, you know, asking you manifest it. That's true, yeah. My guidance had me send out a few inquiries to other um, radio hosts saying, okay, can we trade sessions? And as a result, I'm going to be on Oracle TV on the 21st of February. I'm doing a guest thing every Thursday on um, the Psychic Journeyman show. And... I have a radio thing in March, and there's something else that I'm not even remembering. And it's just like I had all of these responses from people saying, sure, 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 you know, <laughs> which was more than I expected. Yeah, see new opportunities are opening up for you as well. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I've asked for in this year of miracles, to have more opportunities and to get out there and share who I am with the world. Yep. A wonderful, um, wonderful soul that helps out a lot of people. Thank you. So is there anything you'd like to talk about until we see if we get any more people I want to call in? Because anyone's listening on uh, any of the other websites, give us a call at 347-539-5349. Well, I'm reading this interesting book now, and it's called The Super Beings by John Randolph Price. That sounds interesting. I don't know if you've heard of it. He's talking about, let's see, let me read this. Um, this, They are with us now, ready to show us the way to unlimited health, happiness, and success. And really, it's about tapping into your own soul. And living your life from your soul instead of your ego, and knowing that you really are unlimited, and that there's absolutely no reason why you should ever have any health issues or finance issues or any other issues because you are one with the source, and the source is always providing everything for you. That sounds an interesting book. It is. It's 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 a little paperback. I don't even know when it was written. Probably eons ago. Uh, this one's from 1988. 
Healing to the world because we definitely can use it. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Welcome back, Barbara. So we take a little break and send out some Reiki to, to everyone in the world who can definitely use some healings. That's true. They definitely can. Oh, we got a few people on out there that are in the queue, so we'll go ahead and take some more callers. Okay. Area code 502, you're on the air. Hi, Michael. Hi, how are you? Fine. Uh, hi, Barbara. Hi. Uh, my question is, do you see me moving and if I'm going to be moving in with somebody by myself? I don't. Okay. They're saying you haven't decided what you want. You're leaving it up to the universe to take care of it all, but you haven't actually given them instructions. You haven't made a decision. Oh, okay. Like I got. I just don't know which road to take. That's why you're standing still. Okay. So if you want to know if if they have a road that they think would be better for you, then that's probably something that I can get an answer on. But if you haven't decided what you are wanting to have in your life, then they can't tell you what's going to happen in your life because they don't know which way you're going to go. Okay, I know what what I want in my life, but I just don't know which what what do they think I need to go? They say you need to go in the way that calls your heart. One of those feels right to you, and one of them does not. My heart says, wait on the past. Wait on the past? Like the past love. That's not your heart. So it's more like my emotions. Yeah, that's that's more your mind, your ego. Okay. So could you tell me about my health? Is it going to get better? Are you generally feeling kind of down and, I don't know, out of things? Not down. It's just like everything just upsets me. Okay. Well, as long as you're in that kind of a thought pattern where everything is upsetting to you and everything out there in the world is affecting you, then you're creating the health problem because you're giving your power away to the world. You're saying, I'm at your mercy. Have your way with me. And you're not asking it to do anything nice for you, you're asking it to be ugly to you. And so it's creating the health problems and the uncertainty and the wanting to go back to the past instead of actually recognizing that 
you can move ahead and your life can get better. And you can have the things that you truly want. But right now you're just kind of stuck. Right. Okay, then. Thank you for helping me. What's your first name? Debbie. So do you want to do a little work right now, Debbie? Sure, if you got time. Okay, this won't take long. I just need for you to listen to what I say, okay? Okay. There is an older, wiser part of Debbie, an eternal part of Debbie. You can call it the soul or the higher self or whatever name you want to use. This part of Debbie knows why she's feeling stuck, why she's not accepting her own power, and why she's looking to the past for comfort. And this part of Debbie knows exactly how to get out of that, how to let all that go, what needs to be disconnected so that Debbie can move forward. And it is informing the rest of Debbie now, and it is doing so with love, grace, ease, and compassion, and speed. All of Debbie is receiving this information, and all of Debbie has made the decision to let go of all of this, all of the energies and frequencies, all of the vows and contracts, all of the thoughts and feelings and beliefs, all of the known and unknown items that are holding Debbie back from this lifetime or from any other. And as this transformation is occurring, any voids being created are being filled with beautiful golden light from the creator and the truth from the creator. And that truth is that Debbie is worth it. She is deserving of happiness and joy and abundance and success and love and everything that is wonderful in this world. So for Debbie, this information transfer and transformation is now complete. I want you to take a really deep breath and blow it out. Okay. How do you feel? Warm. <laughs> I don't know if I have menopause or... You know, when they're working on it, sometimes it does heat us up, especially if it's Archangel Michael, because he's a hottie. So he just heats you up when he's around, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Well, you certainly sound better now. (laughs) (laughs) And I bet Michael's sitting in the background thinking, well, what am I listening to now? Well, thank yeah, you, you do again. sound a lot. You do sound a lot better, dear. I'm gonna have to keep calling y'all and talking to y'all all the time then. <laughs> Call anytime and uh, tune into Barbara's show too. She's got her own show on Blog Talk on Friday afternoons. Oh, okay. Well, thank you again, Barbara, and thank you, Michael. You're welcome. You're welcome. Have a very good night. You too. You too. Bye bye. She definitely. Sounds a lot better. Yeah, she did. It was like her energy went whoosh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She definitely needed that. 
Yeah. Erica 276, you're on the air. Hi, how are you guys tonight? Good, how are you? Oh, I'm great, I'm great. Thanks for asking. This is Amy. And I was just curious um, about maybe potential money-making endeavors or expanding my business in 2011, how I was going to do. Okay, let's see. Well, they're showing that it will, you will get lots of opportunities and you will be successful. It's just, yeah, you're riding a wave right now, a kind of wave of success is what they're saying. Okay. So I don't see any problems. Is there anything I should be focusing on, on expanding parts of my business or going into maybe different areas of what I do? They want you to always make sure that what you're doing and what you're thinking about doing is what actually feels right to you, not based on what someone else has said or someone has said, okay, well, at this time, you know, if you go into this business and you'll be more successful than doing this or that, always follow your own heart. You always know what is right for you. Listen to that voice, that inner voice that tells you what's right and always follow it, and then you can't fail. Well, see, I was thinking about incorporating astrology into my work, and I was just wondering, since you know it's something I'm going to be learning, is it something that I would be successful in? Is it something you really enjoy? Um, I, I'm fascinated with it. I just don't know if it's worth the pursuit or not. Well, if it's worth the pursuit for you to investigate it, then why would it not be worth the pursuit for you to pursue it? Well, I just don't know if, you know, I'm, I'm known for certain work, and it's not something that I'm, I'm incorporating into my readings right now. And I just didn't know if I should try and incorporate that, if people would want that, or if they wouldn't. Either way, I mean, it's something I'm interested in, and I'll kind of study it on the side. I just don't know how in-depth I should go with it. There are lots of people who are really interested in astrology and would be more than happy if you incorporated that into the work that you do. Okay. So you can just ask them. You can ask, well, I know some astrology. Would you like to look down that avenue? And if they say yeah, then go. If they say no, then let it go. Well, I guess that's what I'm trying to get a handle on is are there going to be people interested in it or not? Because from what, I, what I've seen so far when I've asked certain clients about it, they say, oh, well, it's kind of like a misunderstood art, I believe. So I think it's going to take a little time for humanity to catch up with, with what astrologers actually do and how it is an art form. I just don't know if it's something I want to incorporate into business quite yet or not. I, I guess that's why I'm asking. I mean, it's something that I'm interested in, and, yes, I'll, I'll learn more about um, personally, but I just didn't know if it would be something professionally that would be worthwhile as far as you know the bottom line and, and making that higher. Well, you're going to have other clients, so you're going to have new clients. And as you expand what you do, you're also expanding the people who will find you attractive. So okay, if you're so you... putting the astrology out there and you're putting it out there with the energy of this is what I do, if it interests you, then come and see me, then those people will find you. Okay. Do you think I'll make more money as a result of it? 
Well, you're going to make money no matter which way you go. Um, it's like the money is guaranteed. So it's it's a matter of whether or not you are going to enjoy it. It all comes down to you. That's what okay. I'm saying. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Well, you're welcome. Have a great night, guys. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. She's got a lot of opportunities coming up for her. Yeah, she does. She really is. That wave of success they showed me is like, it could really be phenomenal. And if she really loves astrology and it's something that she wants to incorporate, then it will be successful. If she decides not to incorporate it, then she will be successful anyway. So it really is a matter of whatever it is that makes you happy. Yep, either way. And I saw somebody in the chat room was saying that they tried astrology and it was so they they gave up, and I was like, well, it just wasn't meant for you to study yet. Yeah, it's it's not her cup of tea. <laughs> no, there's a lot of information as far as that goes. Eric code two six seven. Yeah, there really is. You're on Hi. the air two six seven. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Um, I had a question about. It's really weird, but about my ex's girlfriend, current girlfriend, because she is kind of crazy, <laughs> and I'm starting to worry about her, but I promised myself I would stay out of that situation because I just find it insane. <laughs> so I'm worried and about the, her. Message, the message that I'm getting is, why are you sticking your nose in it then? <laughs> I want to know why why you are so concerned. Why are you making this important in your life? I have no idea. (laughs) I feel sorry (laughs) for her in a lot of ways. But she is living the life that she is choosing to live. She's creating this. So you can't rescue her. She doesn't want to be rescued. She feels like suicidal, though. That is her choice. You're responsible for you. So what are you doing to create a life that you really enjoy? Oh, well, I'm trying to go back to school, but I don't know. I worry about a lot of people, and she's just one that I would tend to worry about, too, even though I should well, they would like it very much if you stop worrying about anybody. So that's just a total waste of your time. And you have much better things to do with your time. That's like impossible. You have me. this lifetime to take care of everybody else. Stop it. <laughs> that's like the hardest thing I'm trying to do right now is stop worrying about everybody else and worry about myself more. So. Why do you feel that you need to worry about others? I don't know. I guess it's just my nature. Okay. Would you like to do a little work on that? Honestly, I don't even know because it's like, is it a bad thing? I mean, I get told all the time, you shouldn't wear your heart on your sleeve. You shouldn't feel this for people. You shouldn't feel that for people. But is it a bad thing to have compassion for people? 
There's a difference between having passion and worrying. When you worry, you're actually seeing bad things coming into lives or negative consequences of their actions or whatever. So you're helping to create those things that you're worrying about. If you have compassion, then you are sending them love and accepting them as they are, and you're not worrying about it. I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's confusing. (laughs) (laughs) Having compassion does not make you feel bad. Worrying about other people makes you feel bad. Does that make more sense? I mean, I could... You're basically saying there are two sides of the same coin and one is good and one is bad, right? There's a way of looking at situations where you are sending love and compassion, but you are not trying to control it. All right, then how about can we work on that, letting go of control? Okay. What's your first name? Tisa. Tisa? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so just listen to what I have to say. Relax. There is an older, wiser part of Tisa, and you can call this part of soul, her eternal being, whatever name you want to use. But this part of Tisa knows exactly why she wants to control everything and everyone so that everyone is happy, so that everything is exactly right for everyone, even though she doesn't actually know what's right for everyone. And this older, wiser part of Tisa knows why she does this and how to let it go. And it is informing the rest of her now with love, grace, ease, compassion, and speed. And all of Tisa is receiving this information, and all of Tisa is willing and has decided to let this go, to release all of the energies, all of the thoughts, all of the feelings, all of the beliefs, all of the contracts, all of the patterns and programs from this lifetime and from any other lifetime. And if there's any of this controlling this in her DNA, that is being cleared out as well. All voids being created by this transformation are being instantly filled with the beautiful golden light of the creator and the truth from the creator's heart. And that truth is that Tisa is a loving being and that it is okay for her to have compassion for others, but she does not need to feel that she needs to save anyone or that she needs to be saved. So for Tisa, this information transfer and transformation is now complete. Take a nice deep breath blow it out. Thank you. So do you feel different? Um, Not really, but it probably doesn't happen overnight, right? <laughs> it's a work in progress. <laughs> Most people feel it right away. Oh. So there's a part of you that's not accepting it. 
Well, I need to work on it. Yeah, you need to figure out why you're afraid of letting go. Yeah, I have to think about that one then. Um, Okay. But thank you. You're welcome. Good luck. She'll probably wake up in the morning and say, wow, what happened? (laughs) Yeah, because there is a part of her that's really just not ready to just say, okay, I don't need to control everything and everybody. Yeah, and it's it's interesting when you do some work because then all of a sudden it's like working with your uh, your angels and your guides, and and they wake up the following morning and they're like, "Whoa, what happened in the middle of the night?" Mm-hmm. So you finally get some you know some uh, cords cut and things changed for you, and so it's always interesting when I work with them. Yeah, it is, and her need for control is. Is a big need. It's coming from past lives, and so it, it's got some deep roots. So it may be a little difficult for her to truly let it go. Yeah, and it's going to take a take some time and you know a lot of work. There's a lot of times we can't let go for whatever reason. Mhm. Well, I wish her lots of luck. Send out some healing energies and all to her and help her to go ahead and continue on with the healings. Well, she's got a whole group of angels working with her. They're like, we can't do anything unless she says it's okay. So They're just loving her and that's all they can do. Yeah, a lot of people ask me too. It's like, well, how do I work with the angels? I said, I have to do is ask them. They're like, well, how do I do it? I said, you just did. Because it's really easy to go ahead and ask them. You know, you just come straight out and ask. There's no specific, you know, prayer that you need to do or anything else to give them permission. Just say, you know, I I, I need your help. And they're more than willing to, to help out. They really are. And they're just waiting for us to ask. Because so often we think that we have to do everything ourselves or that they're way too busy. They don't have time to do anything for me. You know, and you've got a group of angels who are always with you waiting for you to ask. You know, they're sitting around paying angel cards or whatever. You know, just waiting. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I ask them all the time, too, whenever something's coming up. It's like, okay, you know, I need your help here. you got to go ahead and, and, you know, help me out, and I'm doing everything that I can. And if not, show me the way to go ahead and, and do it where it'll help a lot better and um, you know before you know it the doors are opening up wide and things are changing quickly yeah and it really can be that simple yes and yet we just don't don't go there no and we have to realize too when we ask for help and we're you know you have to be specific and um yeah, and be prepared for that help. You know, I tell them, you know, if you're asking your angels and guides to bring someone into your life for a relationship, you know, be specific as to the type of person that you want, but don't ask for a specific person. 
because they won't they won't go ahead and and uh, make a per, uh, you know certain person come into your life unless um, you know they'll do it on their own free will. But they can help That's bring true. in the, actually. You know. Actually, you'll get someone better than what you had imagined if you don't specify who you want. Yep. You know, say the type of person that you're looking for, and you can even you know go as to you know the type of uh, you know type of body that they have and the facial features you know that you would be attracted to because uh, some people are vain and, and want a specific you know blonde hair blue eyed to, to be with and you know they'll they'll help get that for you you know when you're wanting uh, like I had somebody I don't know they wanted their house to sell and they used the St. Joseph house selling kit and they were prayed it's like oh please help our our, our house to sell quickly and um she called me up and she's like, "You tell me, be careful what I ask for, right?" I said, "Yes." Yeah. She goes, "Well, the house sold, sold." I said, "Well, good for you." She goes, "Yeah, there's only one problem." I said, "What's that?" They're like, well, "They want me out in two weeks." <laughs> I said, "Well, you, yeah. you know," and they're like, "Yeah," but I didn't think it'd be this quick. I said, "Careful what you ask for." <laughs> I said, "It'll happen," and they're like. And I told her, it's like, well, you know, um, I've got to find a place and I have to pack up and get movers and all that. They're like, no, just take your personal belongings. We'll even buy your furniture and, all, and your dishes and everything. So I said, well, see, I said, so don't, you know, don't worry about it. I said, you're getting new furniture, new house, new everything. And she's like, yeah, that's true. You asked for it all to sell quickly and to, you know, no haggling, no nothing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I told her, I said, you were lucky. I said, but, you know, just got to be careful what you ask for. I said, you know, you were really specific and wanted it to sell quick. And it's funny, you know, how many people are, are worrying about something selling, and so it's not selling, and so they worry more, which means it doesn't sell more. And when they stop that and they start saying, okay, my house sold. I'm getting a new house. My house sold easily. My house sold quickly. I got more than what I asked for. My house sold, and I have another house that I'm moving to, and I know exactly what I'm doing. Everything is falling in place, and it's just wonderful and so magical. And then their house sells, and they find another place, and everything flows. But we're the ones who create whether or not our lives flow. Yeah, it's all up to us what kind of blockages we're going to put up. Exactly. And when we learn our lessons the hard way sometimes too, it's like, oh man, you know, I'm 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 my worst enemy. You know, then we learn Mm -hmm. how to go ahead and not make those same mistakes to to go ahead and let the changes happen. Yep, that's true. So, like I told my other half in it there, so you know, as we met, he was living in a travel trailer, and we moved in together. And I said, eh, we won't be in this long. He goes. How do you know? I said, oh, within about three, four months, I said we're gonna be we're gonna be in a house. Don't worry about it. And he's like, yeah, okay, whatever. About three months to the day, we moved into a house and we had an option to buy, and we bought it and got a really good deal on it. And then we got mm-hmm. you know things happened and the economy went haywire and all, and we're back in another travel trailer again. And we were in a small one. And I said, we're going to be in something better. Don't worry about us. It's going to take a little time. There's some things that need to be worked out. I said, but we'll get one. 
And about three years later, we moved into a bigger one. And I told him, I said, this is only temporary. I said, we're going to be back in the house again. I said, the church is going to be, you know, a huge success. I said, it's going to be great. I said, we're going to be in a house and all too. And I said, but this time here, I said, you know, I said, I met you. You were in a travel trailer. We lost, we moved into a house. I said, then we moved into a trailer. Now we're going to move into a house again. I said, no more trailers after that, unless we're going on a vacation. <laughs> and he started laughing. He goes, yeah, evidently, maybe I had some doubt there someplace, or, you know, we, we did things that we weren't supposed to do. I said, well, you know, we learned our lessons. I said, but, you know, we're not going that route anymore. I said, you know, we're going straight forward and going to keep going that way. And he's like, well, when's it going to happen? I said, uh, soon enough. There's a lot of things that need to be worked. So when he sees changes taking place quickly, he goes, it won't be long, will it? I said, probably not. <laughs> I said, but, you know, I said, I, I'm careful what I'm asking for, so it's not overload to where, you know, it can't handle everything and everything falls apart. I said, I'm just going with the flow, saying, okay, you know, I handled this and got it organized. Now bring me more stuff to deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we have to do, ask for what we want and be specific about what it is we're looking for, but never specify how or when or why or any of that stuff because that's not what we're supposed to do. We just need to know that it's going to happen. Yep. And, you know, accept it and be grateful. Yeah. If you're not grateful, they'll take it right back from you saying, oh, you weren't grateful, you don't deserve this. You know, they're trying to help you out, and, you know, and they're doing a lot of work to make sure all the pieces of the puzzle fit together. And it's real easy to be grateful as saying, thank you. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's two little words is all you need to say is just thank you. And, uh, yep. you know, and that's all they need to hear from you, and uh, they'll keep blessing you and keep changing things for you that you're looking to have in your life. That's true. So what recently has happened in your life that you're thankful for? Actually, I end every day and begin every day with a whole list of what's happened and that I'm thankful for. I mean, because there's always so much happening. And, you know, they're always showing me things and bringing me things and introducing me to people and opportunities and all of these different things are happening all of the time. And so I'm always grateful, even if it's something as small as finding a penny on the ground, I say thank you because that is abundance coming to me. I mean, it's not, you know, a million dollars, but it's still it's still money and it's still abundance. And so I'm grateful for everything. And then I always make a point of thanking them again at night before I fall asleep. That was just one of the last things I do is I thank them and ask them for whatever it is I want them to work on while I'm sleeping. Then in the morning I thank them for what they've worked on while I was sleeping and everything that's going to be happening in the day. If I have things that I specifically want to happen, I ask for that and then I thank them for doing it before it's done. And then later I thank them after they've done it. So it it just becomes a regular part of your routine when you start thanking. And it just becomes a normal part of it because you really are grateful for everything that comes to you. 
And a lot of times I get, um, you know, get a little forgetful to, to thank them. And, and, you know, so when I do remember, you know, it's like, thank you for, you know, what you did yesterday and the day before. And, you know, and, and uh, you know, thank you in case I forget, you know, thank you for what you have in store for me for tomorrow. I look forward to the challenges. It's like, you know, thanking them in advance. So if I do happen to be human and forget, you know, having some of that sometimers that kicks in once in a while, then, uh, you know, at mm-hmm. least, you know, I've I've thanked them already ahead of time. And, you know, still showing that gratitude and that appreciation. Yeah, and it's, it's funny because the things that used to happen that you would get upset about, you no longer get upset about because it's, it's just different the way it goes. Like sometimes I'll think, okay, I need to get this, this, and this before I go get in the car to go somewhere and I'm on my way out the door and it's like a little voice says, you forgot. And so I, then I go, Oh, thank you so much. And turn around and run back in and get the things that I thought I was going to get and take them and put them in the car. And then I thank them again for reminding me before I backed out of the driveway and thank them for just being there for me and just being on the spot so that I don't have to, you know, get a block away before I remember because when I was trusting my own brain to take care of these things, then it was never in a timely manner. But when I'm trusting my guidance to let me know, then it's always at the right time. Yep, and they'll, they'll definitely um, keep the opportunities coming for you. Yes, they will. Well, dear, we got about six minutes left. I'm going to go ahead and play a song, but uh, I want to thank you so much for being here with me. Well, thank you for inviting me. And and I look forward to being on your show again too, real soon. Yes, I'm looking forward to that too. Have a lot of fun, I'm sure. I'm sure it will be. Well, you have yourself a wonderful night there, and we'll talk again real soon. Okay. And we play one more song here, and. And we'll be right back. I am what I am. I am his own special creation. So come take a look. Give me the hook or the ovation. It's my world that I want to have a little bright in. Not a place I have to hide in Life's not worth a damn Till you can say
Again, everyone, thank you so much for visiting us tonight and listening in. Don't forget, visit Barbara Reynolds at divinelyguidedhealing.com. And Marcus has a favorite, add us as a friend. Go to my website, bethelikechapel.com, and join the newsletter. Find out who's coming up next. We have so many wonderful people. Tomorrow night, everybody, see you then with happiness quotations from Erica Nelson. Good night, everybody. <laughs>